Jeremiah chapter 37 verse 1. In this chapter, we're now going to go forward in time again to the time when Zedekiah is king. The last two chapters were when Jehoiakim was king in the past, and now we're going forward again with the rest of our story about how King Zedekiah's reign came to an end. 1. And reign doth King Zedekiah, son of Josiah, instead of Kaniah, son of Jehoiakim, whom Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had caused to reign in the land of Judah. Josiah was the first king that Jeremiah prophesied under, and then Jehoiakim became king for a short time, and then his son Jehoiachim, otherwise known as Kaniah, became king for a short time, and that was followed by Babylon installing King Zedekiah, who was the uncle of Kaniah, or Jehoiachim. So now Jeremiah is prophet to the fourth king and the last king of Israel that he would serve. 2. And he hath not hearkened, he and his servants, and the people of the land, unto the words of Jehovah that he spake by the hand of Jeremiah the prophet. 3. And Zedekiah the king sendeth Jehuchal son of Shelemiah, and Zephaniah son of Messiah the priest, unto Jeremiah the prophet, saying, Pray, we beseech thee, for us unto Jehovah our God. First of all, Zedekiah never repented of his idol worship, yet he sent some of his officials to Jeremiah asking Jeremiah to intercede on his behalf. This is the same thing that Christians do today in error. They believe that they don't have to repent, but they can still pray for mercy and have others pray to intercede on their behalf for mercy. But mercy comes after repentance. If we're not willing to give up our sin, we shouldn't be surprised when the Lord doesn't answer our prayers, especially if we call ourselves Christians. Because if you call yourself a Christian and you willfully practice sin, that means that you are either a backslider or you're apostate. And here, King Zedekiah is being apostate. He doesn't believe that he needs to repent. He thinks that that's optional and that the Lord should still have mercy on him anyway. That's how a lot of religious people are today. They believe that God somehow owes them something. God doesn't owe us anything. We're the ones who owe the Lord our repentance and our obedience and our faith. 4. And Jeremiah is coming in and going out in the midst of the people, and they have not put him in the prison house. So at this point, Jeremiah was walking around freely. He wasn't being put in prison at this moment. 5. And the force of Pharaoh hath come out of Egypt, and the Chaldeans, who are laying siege against Jerusalem, hear their report, and go up from off Jerusalem. This is the third time that Babylon is getting ready to attack Jerusalem, but the Chaldeans attacked first. But when they heard that the Egyptians were coming up against them, they retreated away from Jerusalem 
and started chasing the Egyptians because the Egyptians were threatening them. 6. And there is a word of Jehovah unto Jeremiah the prophet, saying, 7. Thus said Jehovah, God of Israel, Thus do ye say unto the king of Judah, who is sending you unto me, to seek me, lo, the force of Pharaoh that is coming out to you for help hath turned back on its land to Egypt. 8. And the Chaldeans have turned back and fought against this city and captured it and burnt it with fire. Zedekiah, who's in refusal of repenting, still wants the Lord to help him, which is totally narcissistic. And he asks for a word from the Lord from Jeremiah. And the Lord tells Jeremiah, let King Zedekiah know that the Chaldeans are going to return because I'm going to get the Egyptians off their back so that the Chaldeans can come back and finish their job here in Jerusalem. And they're going to burn it. 9. Thus said Jehovah, Lift not up your souls, saying, The Chaldeans surely go from off us, for they do not go. The Lord says, Don't get your hopes up, just because the Chaldeans have currently left. Don't believe that they're not coming back, because they are. So the Lord's answer to Zedekiah is a big slap in the face. He's saying, I'm not going to have mercy on you, because you still won't repent. 10. For though ye had smitten all the force of the Chaldeans who are fighting with you, and there were left of them wounded men, each in his tent, they rise and have burnt this city with fire. The Lord says, Even if you were capable with your own feeble army of wounding all of the Chaldean army, I would cause them to get up from their sick beds and still burn your city down. They'll be able to fight even if they're not well. 11. And it hath come to pass in the going up of the force of the Chaldeans from off Jerusalem because of the force of Pharaoh. 12. That Jeremiah goeth out from Jerusalem to go to the land of Benjamin to receive a portion thence in the midst of the people. When the Chaldeans left momentarily, Jeremiah left Jerusalem also during that time because he had the freedom to do so, and he went to his own homeland, which is the territory of Benjamin, to look at the land that he had purchased when he was previously in prison. 13. And it cometh to pass, he is at the gate of Benjamin, and there is a master of the ward, and his name is Arijah, son of Shelemiah, son of Hananiah. And he catcheth Jeremiah the prophet, saying, Unto the Chaldeans thou art falling. Jeremiah hasn't made it to the land of Benjamin yet. He was on his way to the territory of Benjamin, but Arijah grabs him by force and says, The Chaldeans are going to kill you. 16. And Jeremiah saith, Falsehood, I am not falling unto the Chaldeans, and he hath not hearkened unto him. And Arijah layeth hold on Jeremiah, and bringeth him in unto the heads. Jeremiah says, You're a liar, but Urijah won't let him go, and Urijah takes him to some other officials. 15. And the heads are wroth against Jeremiah, and have smitten him, and put him in the prison house, 
the house of Jonathan the scribe, for it they have made for a prison house. He had already been in prison before, but this time he's going back to a worse part of the prison. 16. When Jeremiah hath entered into the house of the dungeon, and unto the cells, then Jeremiah dwelleth there many days. This time he went into the dungeon of the prison. Before, when he was in prison, he was in an area where he could still interact with the world, and they could come and visit him. But in the dungeon, I'm not sure that many people would be able to be allowed to go there to visit him. And it says many days, so he was probably there for months. When it said that they were wroth with Jeremiah, that means that they were angry because they didn't like what he was saying. The reason prophets are so popular today is because they say things that people want to hear, and their listeners are never angry, because it's all about blessings. And that's all that King Zedekiah wanted to hear. He only wanted to hear that God was going to bless him. He didn't want to hear the truth that he needed to repent. 17. And the king Zedekiah sendeth, and taketh him, and the king asketh him in his house in secret, and saith, Is there a word from Jehovah? And Jeremiah saith, There is. And he saith, Into the hand of the king of Babylon thou art given. Zedekiah still has what the Bible calls itching ears, and it's when you constantly want to hear an affirmation from the Lord or a good word. He's so desperate for a blessing from the Lord but he absolutely will not repent. But he asked Jeremiah secretly anyway, can you tell me anything good from God? Because he knows that Jeremiah is a true prophet, and it would mean a lot more to Zedekiah to get a positive word from Jeremiah than to get a positive word from any other prophet. Because Zedekiah already knows all the other prophets are like talking puppets. They always say positive things. So he doesn't know if it's really true unless Jeremiah says it. 18. And Jeremiah saith unto the king Zedekiah, What have I sinned against thee, and against thy servants, and against this people, that ye have given me unto a prison house? Jeremiah says, Not only are you going to be taken captive by Babylon, but why did you put me in prison in the first place? I've done nothing to harm you. 19. And where are your prophets who prophesied to you, saying, The king of Babylon doth not come in against you and against this land? Jeremiah says, Where are the lying prophets? Why are you asking me for a word from the Lord? Jeremiah is pointing out that King Zedekiah knows that the other prophets are lying, otherwise he would have never asked Jeremiah for a word. So by Zedekiah's own actions, he's proving that he knows what the truth is, that God is angry with him for his sin. 20. And now, hearken, I pray thee, my Lord, O King, let my supplication fall, I pray thee, before thee, and cause me not to return to the house of Jonathan, the scribe, that I die there. Now Jeremiah has his own request. He says, Please let me out of jail. I don't want to be in this dungeon anymore. 21. And the king Zedekiah commandeth, and they commit Jeremiah into the court of the prison, also to give to him 
a cake of bread daily from the baker's street, till the consumption of all the bread of the city, and Jeremiah dwelleth in the court of the prison. Zedekiah has a little bit of compassion on Jeremiah. He doesn't let him out of prison, but he lets him come up to the top where you can breathe air and people can interact with you. And he also orders that Jeremiah continue to receive bread from the baker's shop for as long as there is bread in the baker's shop because the city is under siege and they're going to run out of food eventually. But the king has commanded that Jeremiah not starve before anyone else starves. Bread is full of carbs, and that's why a lot of people don't want to eat it, because it prevents weight loss. So bread is the best thing you can eat if you have nothing else to eat, because the high amount of carbs will slow down your weight loss so that you will live longer. It's really good food for people who are hungry. But the bread of life, which is Jesus Christ, doesn't just slow down our hunger. It satiates us spiritually because it is God's word, but only if we keep eating it. So keep reading the word of God. And that concludes Jeremiah chapter 37.